We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just enjoy your boutonnieres. What up, everybody? 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley. He's an NFL legend wearing a Canadian tuxedo. It is Jeff Walker's birthday today, or Sunday. We're celebrating it today. I don't care what day it is. Today is your birthday as far as I'm concerned, Jeffrey. Happy 30th. He already has two bottles of bourbon. I, I mean, Thanks, man. you're doing all right for 10 a.m. Um, now, at this point on his birthday, I feel like Landfill had a case of wine and a 12-pack of Coca-Cola. So it's a competition. Who can acquire more birthday gifts? Tell him, Jeff, you have that quality stuff sitting there, though. You got some Uncle Nearest and some Willet. Oh, I didn't realize that was Uncle Nearest. That's <laughs> blowing me out of the water. Um, we got no, sto- Willet right there. That's right. my favorite. Oh, well, help yourself. Yeah, I um, will. I'm about to go open that bottle. B hasn't had a drink in 10 days. I will. About to make I, I up for Scotty's in that bag, Make up for though. lost time. <laughs> um, it is a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday, powered, of course, by our friends at Scotty's Vodka Maryland, made amazingly smooth and loved throughout the DMV. We got to start, though, because I think it was yesterday, a major announcement, a station announcement, not even a show announcement, was made about 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980. Um, Is it a fight? I don't know. We're going to get into the bottom of this. Before we get there, packed show coming. 11 o'clock, PFT commenter. 11.45, Maryland Governor Wes Moore. High noon, Chris Samuels. And then at one, we'll open the phone lines up. All right, so... I saw 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980, right? Yeah. And then I went on with Hoffman last night. And he's like, JP, are you excited for 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980? And I'm like, I don't really know what it means, <laughs> but I know that it's very close to my home and I'm going to probably get wasted. That's all That's all <laughs> I know so far. Um, do you know any more than I do? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I, I know that it's, it's supposed to be like sitting on stage and, and talking and mixing and mingling with the uh, – but the fan, the listeners. So we have the cluster but buster here. When I saw versus, I was like, "Yeah, what are we doing?" CK is here. What are we doing? Well, I, you mentioned getting drunk, so that's the first thing. <laughs> I'm the one seed in that. Yes, and well, B might be the one seed. Uh, no, no, you get drunk. <laughs> I get feel. I feel good. It's pretty close to a couple of the junkies' houses too. So I, I figure it's going to be. We got a lot of Maryland guys in the mix. So well, hell, it's be I guess I that. need to get a hotel. <laughs> you can stay at my house. Where I'm asleep with with Banks. Banks is R.I.P. Um, oh, that's right. No, I, I totally forgot. Th- there's a little couch in the basement. You can, the girls have a couch they turn into a fort. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I, the bees stay there. I wake up, once. my back will be hurt like hell. Bees stay there. And that's once. why it's back hurt. You got to get surgery. Um. So, is it Royal Rumble? Like, what? What are? We, what is? The, what are we hoping to it's, accomplish? There's no competition. It's not like around the horn where everyone's getting points or anything. Everything like that. is a competition. It, it's 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 gonna be look. You guys are all gonna be on stage together, and we're gonna kind of bring up different topics and different kind of behind the scenes things. Who's that have the MC for happens. that mess of people? There's no real MC. I think it's gonna be kind of shared throughout the night. Um, um, typically, we kind of have a, a rough plan, and I kind of uh, uh, you know say, hey, this person's gonna bring this up. I'm gonna have this person bring this up, and kind of see how the conversation. Well, you goes know, from if there. JP ever gives the mic, is nobody else gonna it. get it. 
I just want JB. You said I just want a case of Scotties. We did. We did. Bleep you Thursday yesterday, and you did 15 minutes of it by yourself That's before you even went to the phone lines. I had to explain that Jeff put too much cheese in my chili, Brian. <laughs> and it was a rough night. Thanks, Jeff. But he did eat it. Um, I did. <laughs> I could have just not eaten it. The chili well, was if good, you want an MC, way. we can make you. I don't want the, to MC. You no. don't, okay, you don't want to. No, no, no. Okay. Maybe well, Jeff. No, not Jeff. No, We're not going to have <laughs> Jeff do the MC work. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, yeah, it'll be biased. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a conversation with the great Landini this morning about 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980. And you can, is you buy tickets, right? Yeah, BethesdaTheater.com. Bethesda Theater. Are they on our website? Well, no. You can find information about our okay. on our website and go to BethesdaTheater.com. Bethesda Yo, it's right across from the old office. You know where it is? The old NBC Sports Washington office. Remember that theater across the street? The Jazz House or whatever? It used to be called Bethesda Blues and Jazz Oh, yeah, Club. that's what it is. It's now Bethesda right. Theater. Yeah, okay, that's where it is. Cool. So it's easy. That's right across from the Marriott. It the, is right across the new from Marriott. Marriott. Yo, that's nice. Beautiful they theater. Have a rooftop bar there, too. And a downstairs bar that goes outside. Yeah, a little speakeasy joint. Beautiful theater. They serve uh, food during the show, uh, obviously drinks. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, talking with the boys here, Landfill probably not coming. I think you have to, I think you have to give Landfill a cash bonus. I don't believe that. I think he'll be there. We'll see. He's, he's come to one of our live shows before. We've done this before. Not with how I bet he was in Virginia, though. He came to how long he's been working here. It, it was in Virginia. <laughs> I, you know what? I will scout Um, I will scout hey, the area. And, I bet Greg will I, give you I, a if ride. If you talk to Greg, Greg will bring him. Greg will get him. Now, here's, here's the other part of my theory. I don't know who will take this bet, but I'd like a bet of Landfill not coming, parlayed with Jeff leaving work at least twice that week early, but being at the party. That's my parlay. Well, I, mean, I will go against you on that. I think both of them are going. Jeff is not yeah. leaving because if he leaves work, I'm going to beat him up. No, and no, no. Landfill is going to be brought by Je- uh, Greg. I got Jeff at the party for sure. I'm just saying, like, Wednesday of that week, he'll have to leave because his car needs new tax. Friday, I, I won't be there that Friday, bro. I'm sorry. I already got things planned. You're not coming to the party, baloney. Nah, man. What really? I got something planned for that weekend already. What is it? Bro, why do I gotta say it on the air, man? I, oh man, we just asked you a question. I mean, <laughs> hey, you, you can't. Jeff know doesn't miss it. a party. I will still take Jeff showing up because whatever he has planned probably starts at midnight. This thing starts at what <laughs> seven, eight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you can, will be yeah, there. You can roll from one to the other. We can uh, pregame. It's like, now nah, I'm gonna be there, bro. I got, I got support the station, yeah. man. Of Dude, course that was I'm the be easiest there. bet I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I was gonna have him DJ it, but I guess you know. Oh. Hey, that sounds even better. <laughs> um, Jeff just got another gig. What day is it? I mean, it? I wasn't going to pay him for it, but. What day is it? <laughs> February 2nd, Friday. guys. Uh, February 2nd. What day is today? Friday, January 12th. Yeah, so we got three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for doing that math for me. It would have taken a minute. I think. Um, so that's a week before the Super Bowl. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's a good weekend for us. The weekend before, before we leave. That's yeah. why I scheduled it for that weekend. Yeah, yeah. You're a smart fella. <laughs> um, so lastly, for the Cluster Buster here. If it is a fight, I got our show taking everybody out, and it has nothing to do with me. It's because he's a maniac and will beat everybody up. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. I so think that's true. We're installed as the betting Talk favorite. Jeff. I think Jeff can. I think Jeff can handle himself seriously, but I think you're a lunatic. Well, I and, almost cursed right. And, and you wouldn't feel anything at that point. You're going to be so drunk that you know you <laughs> can take a punch. I've thrown many a club punch yeah. where you just hammered hey, and throw hey. haymakers. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm when, he, when he gets a little tipsy, he does punch stuff. Well, oh, okay. remember too, like I grew up right there. I grew up the house I grew up in is walking distance to this theater. 
This is my home turf where I've been hammered and thrown many punches. So like you don't that's oh. you don't want him to scrap with me in Bethesda. He, inanimate objects, whatever. He just throws punches. <laughs> Please don't punch Kevin Sheehan, okay? Because he's got great lawyers. I don't want to deal with that. I would never punch Sheehan. Sheehan's a bigger fella too. The the now the three nine eighty guys. It's only three of them. Well, also we got the junkies, and they're all nine eighty two. So we kind of oh, split them up. I didn't up, think about that. Right. Um, I don't know. Hoffman and Anthony would be a tough little duo. They're both shorter, but they're both in great shape and run and hey, jump. When you're fighting, you don't run. I've seen B. Mitch put Anthony in some like <laughs> excruciating holes, Brian like like is a pretzel. Far and away, the one seed. Yeah. Like there's there's the one, and then the next seed is like fifteen. Yeah. Oh Lord, <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be a fun night. Thank yeah, you, Buster Buster. Um, BethesdaTheater.com. BethesdaTheater.com. There you go. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'm also looking forward to Wild Card Weekend. Yes. It's also crazy. Six football games. Uh, Dude, I can't wait. Three days. They they were smart to push this thing out to Mondays. They're smart. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They know how to make money. They really know how to make money. Hell to the yeah. Um, It's also like we're one day... Through it now, man. I feel like he's smiling. Yeah, like, what's, what's going on? Why, why are you smiling so much? Uh, I was just hoping CK was still in there so he couldn't hear it when I played this. I'm a bald zilch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bald zilch. <laughs> uh, real quick, just some housekeeping, Jeff. What does Drab have the heat set to? Because it's hot. I just think it's you, dog. 78. 78. 78 is hot, man. Give me like a 70, a 72. How like, long Drab been living here? Too long. He just went to college at Arizona, right? Yeah, he's from so that that Arizona. Seattle. That Arizona crap is gone now. He was there for three, four years. He's been living years. here since two thousand seven. He's been here, and he's from from us uh, from Washington. So we got we we got to stop letting him get a pass with all that heat like that. Yeah, I I think he's also if you had to pick, he's going to be with nine eighty. If if you had to pick one person from both stations, from from you can include El Zol and PGC, one person from the whole cluster. That might be an alien. I think Drab's the one seed. Yeah, he's the reptilian one. of the of the yeah. cluster. Yeah, oh, he, he, he is. is kind of reptile looking. Yeah. Do you think Drab's a reptile, landfill? Drab's into some weird. He stuff. He has snake tendencies. He does. So, and then you when know, you look at his they eyes, love when it's real warm, and then he just shows up sometimes. Like you think it's a uh, somebody like a statue in his Drab. Like you think it's a stick in the snake. Yeah, he has snake tendencies, and he went to Arizona. Snakes all over Arizona. Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. We're figuring stuff out. Yeah. All right. Drab's a snake alien. Um, Patriots announced Gerard Mayo as their new head coach. What Mm -hmm. do you think? Young guy? You know, the thing about the Patriots, they seem to have a plan because I I recall hearing this maybe two years ago. Like, it's a plan for whenever Belichick leaves that Mayo was going to step in. And then now he's, he's there. And and then the way that they did it, they don't have to do all the uh, the, the the different interviews and things like that. They can do this immediately. He's right there. Right. First rounder, 2008 draft, 10th overall pick. Played his college ball at Tennessee. Two-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, won a Super Bowl, was Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I mean, good God. In 2010, he had 174 tackles. You hear that number? I mean. 174. That's a bad man. That's a lot, right? That's a bad man. Um, he and Fletch and and Ray. Guess where Mayo's from? Landfill says he knows. 
Mm-hmm. You can't Google it, dude. I'm not Googling it. All right, you pulled your phone out, so. I always have my phone out. Calm down. Sorry. He's from Hampton, Virginia. That's right. Quasi-local. Mm-hmm. Tidewater area. Um, you think it's going to work? I, I get the move. I think it also shows that, like, I think it's kind of a nice way of letting Bill go that you promote his guy and kind of keep it in-house. I, I think the thing about the Patriots, the way it's been right now, like we hear Patriots way we think Bill Belichick, but there's something about doing the same things over and over and over and over. Mayo now has to go out there and get him a young, up-and-coming, energetic offensive coordinator because his defensive mindset is going to be there, you know? He, just like the what's the the, um, the coach down in uh, Houston, they're similar. D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. So you go get you a, a, a Sloic, you get one of those, and all of a sudden things are working for you. I think the younger guy, and he's a younger guy now, that probably has things that he wanted to do that he couldn't do with Bill because it's going to be Bill's way. So I, I believe it will. I just think because he doesn't have to get rid of every damn body. You just got to find him a QB. Which is a pretty, I, I it, mean, it's a pretty lofty thing. As but, folks but, in Washington, but, how but, but, but difficult that is. But ultimately, let's be real. Sometimes people always feel that everybody hits on the top-notch franchise uh, quarterback. Every guy in this league that are winning and in the playoffs are not top-notch guys. Sure, but they have a coach who's Joe coaching Flacco's them up. Joe Flacco's favored on the road in the playoffs. They got a coach who's coaching them up. They have uh, uh, the the right tools around them. And all they need to do is show up and just make the play instead of thinking that they got to carry it. We are so caught up in trying to find Pat Mahomes. It's only one of them. We, 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 you got to find, just like what the 49ers did. They went out there and they got Purdy, who people say, oh, he's a game manager. He manages the game that their offense needs him to manage, right? And that's all you got to do. If you get somebody like that and you, you put the right people around them and you have a defense that's going to be tough enough to constantly give you the ball back, you can win games. I just think mentally we're not really prepared for the reality that New England's a total rebuild. Yeah, probably so. Dude, I, I mean, they were 4-13, and 13, minus 130-point differential. I don't think they have the right quarterback. Defensively, they were pretty good, but I, I don't know what they have offensively. But see, the thing about it, though. Ramondre like, Stevenson's a decent player. And, and they're picking third, right? Yeah. They may get one. Let's, let's look at this. This is basically what you saw last year, the Houston Texans. They were worse. They're worse than that, weren't they? Probably. I think they went. And the Houston Texans got a quarterback, and they're in the playoffs this year. Hell, that could happen for the Patriots. Could not ruling it out. I think it's important to note, like during the Belichick Brady years, they were great. They also played six games a year in at that point a sixteen game schedule against three of the worst teams in football. The Jets were good for a little period. But by and large, during the Patriots' run of greatness, the AFC East rated out as the worst division in football. They had the worst records, right? That, that's yeah, just a they, fact. Got, they all got beat twice by the Patriots for sure. <laughs> so Sure. But I, I do think that AFC South is, is kind of a weaker division. I think the Pats now, as they're trying this rebuild, and maybe they hit on whoever you think goes third, Jaden Daniels. Dolphins and the Bills don't look like they're going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if who the hell knows what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Too much ayahuasca to know. But like that division is a lot tougher, I would say now. 
It, it, it may be, but let's be real. Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone in a year or two. I mean, who's worried about that? And sure. then ultimately, we look at we look at the Bills, okay? As good as the Bills are, they went through a period this year where we thought they were in trouble. They're the two seasons. Okay? And we look at the Dolphins. We look at Early on, we thought they were unstoppable, and then all of a sudden we found out they are human. Yeah. So if, if they go and get something going with that team, they may not be able to win it as much as they did before, but they'll still be, uh, uh, I think, able to go for it. We The difference is what we're looking at. Those other teams know how to go and make things happen, which I'm expecting this team to start doing. While Dan was here, they always act like we were all we were always so close. But here's, we weren't so close. Here's my counter to that. Do they? Like I Brady left four years ago now? He left four years ago. They haven't Bill, figured it out. Bill since. kept trying to do what Bill was doing without Brady. I think Mayo is going to do something different. It's not going to be just Bill stuff. Here's my question. When, obviously, Big John eventually stepped down, Esherick went pretty bad at Georgetown. You get JT3 in there, it went well till it didn't. And the consensus, I'd say, around people in college basketball was they got to get away from the Thompsons running everything. Mm -hmm. And then they hired Pat. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty clearly still the Thompsons running everything. Mm -hmm. And now they've finally broken out of that, Mm -hmm. sort of, I, I think, I think Ronnie's still on the staff, but you know, the, Cooley is not of the John Thompson tree, Which, right? Um, for the Patriots, I think it's going to be very, very telling, very telling, if Josh McDaniels comes back to run the offense. If Josh comes back, then that's a problem. You I know, believe. I then believe. it's still like, yeah, but and he's it, been really good I in would that say role. That if Josh comes back, it's going to probably be Kraft hiring the, the old coordinator. If somebody else come and then you're allowing you're allowing Mayo to do what he needs to do, but ultimately I also look at uh, North Carolina. Roy left. They're still playing well now. You know, I just think sometimes you need to find some change. I think what we have right here is WTSD, Washington Traumatic uh, tra- Stress Disorder. We can't see any, anybody else doing it good because we never got it right. You know, we we've been in this thing in the abyss for a long damn time. So we look at other teams, and the more we say, we base everything based off of what we've lived and experienced. But guess what? Other teams are getting, they're going from worst to first every damn year. Sure. And we just keep staying medium to worse. That's what we do. But I think now you see that there's a different mindset behind the franchise, which may change things up. 24 years of one coach is a long damn time. Yeah. They were together for 24 years. And, yes, you're going to have to find a way of doing something your way to put your own stamp of it because he's been there for damn near a quarter century. It's crazy. And I think, ultimately, you have a guy who has proven to have a great level of talent, and I think it'll work out for him. I don't know if they're going to be like they were before because what they were before was out this world. Sure. I mean, they they had the marriage of, at least at the time, best coach, best quarterback Mm -hmm. in it. It worked. It worked at an elite level. Um, the Washington Commanders have requested two interviews with Ravens assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. We have the best Ravens insider in the business joining us next. Don't go anywhere. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So come give me a hug. Jamaica, 2003, spring break, Negril. It was this song, remix to Ignition, and Shauna Paul, Shauna Paul. That was all I heard for a week, and all I drank was Red Stripe. Those were good times. Happy Pitch, birthday, Jeff. Picture JP in Jamaica bro. in 2003. You know what they hey. got in Jamaica, Jeff? Weed. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Oh my God! What a trip! We stop at the damn stop sign. Dude, come up to the bus with us. Like, dude, no. I remember. So, like, it, outside our hotel was like kind of this main street, and th- these dudes had these like little grills where they would just set up and and cook jerk chicken. And I just hung out with these dudes for like two hours one day. Just sat there and was helping them sell chicken. Highlight of my week. Um, Jeff Stimmy Turner says Happy G Day. Thanks, Brett. All right, let's get down to business. Uh, we've got the best Ravens insider. In the business, um, I believe you're in the Dundalk <laughs> Tribune now? Times. Times. Dundalk, My Dundalk Times. Uh, Matt Valdez joins us, yeah. and he <laughs> came into our studio, which sucks, and he said, damn, this feels like Section 8 in here. Yeah. Um, I didn't re- I didn't realize uh, what you guys had back here. What we lacked, don't, Yeah, you don't have, I yeah. guess hey, I should say. Hey, we make it work, dog. It, it's got awful in I, here. I had to plug in my headphones on a... Uh, oh, something on the floor. Yeah, on something on the floor. Working? Yeah, they're working. That's cool. They I, work. I didn't no, know the thing used to work when it was up, but some kind of way it failed. I we, don't know. We need. Help. I guess I've. I guess I've been spoiled. Sure. My radio career. Well, dude, it's remarkable because whenever I go over to the 980 side, and and Russell's like, "Oh, you're going the JV side." I'm like, Chris, I would take your studio in a second over ours. Yeah. This is the worst studio probably in the building. Uh, yeah. yeah. PGC is nicer. El Zol's nicer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, Valdez is legit looking around like he's worried it's going to cave in. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, I was looking for uh, watermarks on the ceiling. Oh, no, <laughs> we, we, we good on the, the, the. We got the things we need. We, we just don't have anything that we. You don't want. have the luck. You have this we is have no the aesthetics. studio. The studio is the equivalent of a roll down window in a car in twenty. We, we are a rusted out, a rusted out uh, Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Prince poster. But, but you know what? But, but you know what? The engine's running well. Yeah, we're yeah, good. That's what I'm saying. We're we, good. We got the engine and transmission. Um, we just have nothing that looks good. The engine is running well in Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. We'll talk about the Ravens, if this is their year, all that. But I want to start with the commanders who have requested interviews with two Ravens assistant coaches. Yep. The, the young defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, mm-hmm. and, and a veteran in uh, the defensive line coach, associate, is it associate or assistant head coach? Uh, associate uh, head coach. Okay. Um, start there. Tell us what we need to know. Um, I, I think the, 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 big, the big coordinator that everyone wants is Mike McDonald. And I think Mike, McDon- Mike McDonald is a defensive genius. He's been in the Ravens organization ever since he was in his early 20s. He's come up through the Ravens organization. He got sent to Michigan, basically, as almost a study abroad. So he learned how to call plays as a defensive coordinator. With He's Jim. With Jim, with John's brother, Jim. And Mike McDonald, this is his second year as uh, as the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens have led the league in sacks, 
takeaways and I believe total points or points per game. Uh, I guess the holy trinity of defensive metrics. Yeah. Um, he he's a great defensive coordinator. He does a lot of uh, zone schemes, uh, a lot of I guess ma- like matchup zones. I guess you could call them. Uh, he he's he's able to to get pressure on the quarterback without blitzing too many people, like like Wink Martindale used to do with the Ravens back in the day. Uh, he's very progressive, very analytical. Um, he uses Kyle Hamilton as kind of a joker, jack of all trades player, who at 22 is in the NFLPA All Pro, uh, won those honors this past week. But I, my concern with Mike McDonald is that does he have the interpersonal skills? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's one of these boy geniuses. He's one of these guys that can go up on a chalkboard and scribble out a play for you. Can he run the whole team? Yes. When I'm looking for a coach. And someone who ha- has been had the pleasure of rooting for the Ravens all these years and covering the Ravens for the Dundalk Times. Yeah, pre- Tribune. Uh, yeah, or Tribune, Times, Tribune, same thing. The Times and, Tribune. Oh, Times Tribune. <laughs> uh, is that I want my coach to be kind of a CEO type. Yeah. I want him, you know, I want him to be have the skills to draw up a play, but I want him to be able to relate to my players on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I want him to be able to teach the players. I want him to be able to, to talk to them and, and kind of control the locker room. And... I don't know if Mike McDonald has all of those pieces. Do you do you not know or or do you kind of I, think he does it? I don't think he does it does. I think he's one of those those people who make for a great coordinator. I mean, he's awesome at what, his job. What makes you think that? I I see how the players react around him and I see how he reacts on the sideline. He's kind of the silent type. He's kind of stoic and you know when does when he crosses the, arms a lot? He does cross his arms a lot. Oh, we may not want to see that. <laughs> um, but but when so when, when, when the pl- but when everyone but when everyone's celebrating, I see the other candidate, Anthony Weaver, kind of in the middle of the mosh pit, so kind of bumping so, bumping chest. Weaver. So Anthony Weaver was a former player drafted by the Ravens in the second round from Notre Dame, defensive lineman. Um, he ended up being like a grad assistant, I believe, in Georgia when he started coaching after his playing career. Uh, and he ended up being the defensive line coach um, with the Ravens. That's what he is currently, along with the associate head coaching position. So he's right under the thumb of John Harbaugh. Uh, he he was a defensive line coach in Houston. Um, but I I like the fact that Anthony Weaver is a former player, and I think he can relate to players much better than than kind of a whiz kid pipsqueak Mike McDonald can. Um, I, and plus, you know what you know what else I like about Anthony Weaver is that is that the defensive line for the Baltimore Ravens was kind of a weakness heading into the season. We said that during the joint practices. Um, They got it right. But, but, you know, Justin Matabike has really progressed. Uh, I mean, Van Noy is just a a vet, and Clowney's a vet. They they were able to to get a lot out of Michael Pierce, who's kind of the run stopper that they just re-signed to a two-year extension. And what I really like about Anthony Weaver, and I think the commanders have really lacked for a lot of seasons, is player development. Yes, Anthony Weaver has done a great job of taking with what, what he had and building upon the player's skill. I just feel like when players are drafted or come in from the commanders, it's kind of like they've plateaued. You know, you hope you hope Emma, you, of improvement. you hope Emmanuel Forbes is a great player. Mm-hmm. But but you know, are the is the coaching staff really working with him to get him better from year to year to year? 
And that's something that Anthony Weaver has had a hands-on experience with with the Ravens' defensive line. And yeah. I think, and I think, so you think he'd be the better head coaching candidate? I think he would be the better head coaching candidate because I think he's the better. I I want a head coach who is relatable to the players, has great interpersonal skills, um, and is the CEO type. And that's who I would want uh, as my coach is Anthony Weaver because I think he has all of those qualities. He's uh, more, more like John Harbaugh in, in my. Book. I would say yeah, because he's more like John. John Harbaugh. was a. Special teams linebacker coach. He's become the head coach, and he's always had an offense coordinator, defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. But John is real, really into it. And John, in my eyes, is a leader of men. See, a lot of times we get caught up in just the X's and O's. If I got people that are not being developed, they can't be motivated, my X's and O's are not going to work. But if I can get you motivated, you can make anything work. And I think that's what Anthony Weaver yeah. brings. And I— Anthony Weaver would be my number one. Mike McDonald would be my number two. Um, just because Mike Mike McDonald basically shoved Ben Johnson and uh, Slowick into the locker and stole their lunch money this season. He out, he outcoached those <laughs> coordinators. He outcoached those coordinators. Oh, he did that? Oh, he ran, you- he ran circles around them. So I don't know why I want to hire those guys even before Mike McDonald, but, but Anthony Weaver is ahead, of me, is ahead on my priority list than McDonald. It's it's interesting because we could talk about this, but I bet if we could get Vegas odds, McDonald would be a heavy favorite over Weaver to become I, a head coach. I, and I and I think that's true because a lot of people, I, I think a lot more, at least in today's NFL, value that brainiac X's and O's part of the game more so than the motivation, more so than I guess development. As, as somebody that's watched the Ravens' run of success up close. Oh, and by what? By the way, Anthony Weaver was the run game coordinator last uh, last season for the Ravens. So it's not like he's he's a complete defensive side of the ball. He has experience. Well, he's run. He got all that. Man, yeah. I like that. And, and especially run game, Brian. You know, yeah, you like, I like that. that. So he's been on an offensive side of the ball. You've watched all this yes. for the Ravens, and by and large, they've been the organizationally since Harbaugh arrived, and even before that, they 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 play good football. They develop their players. Mm-hmm. How important do you think it is for the Commanders because they're probably drafting a quarterback here that they have to go offense with the head coach hire? I don't think it's I don't think it's important at all. I think it's kind of, when when I, and I hear Grant say this all the time, and 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 Jonathan Allen actually said it on the Junkies that that he's always heard that you want to get an offensive guy because if the team and the quarterback end up being successful, then that that offensive coordinator ends up getting plucked. I think that's just kind of putting the cart before the horse a but little guess bit. What? They have two defensive players, two defensive coaches trying to be plucked. If you're good, you're good. Yeah, if you're good, I, I don't you're think good. It makes a difference. If you're damn good, if somebody want to take you, and and if if you're a good coach, you sur- you surround yourself by other good coaches. There you go. And if your team's good, at the end of the day, people are going to try and pluck pluck parts out of your organization. That's just what happens. I've seen it uh, many times over. Harbaugh lets his guys go interview with wh- whoever they want, and you know it. It's almost like next man up in the NFL. It's go. next coach up uh, under the hard regime. You know what regime. that makes you do? That makes you hire. Smart people. Qualified, legitimate coaches yes. instead of piece of crap coaches that you just want to be able to control. If you know people are going to keep taking your good guys, you better hire somebody that's qualified behind them. Right. Um, that quick wild card. And Landfill's going to get mad at me because I'm going too long. Why is anybody talking about Chris Horton? He played here. He's been the special teams coordinator for the Ravens for 10 years or he, whatever. He does a great job at and, it. And special dude, team like, coordinators don't get love. Tree. Special team coordinators don't get love. John had to go and coach linebackers before he got a head coaching job. As good as he was. And that's why team. and that's why they've kind of elevated Anthony Weaver to this associate head coach is because they know that 
he wouldn't really get sniffs for the for a head coaching position uh, if he was just a D-line coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you got any winners this weekend? Ooh, well, I think the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. That's kind of a futures thing. Um, but what I actually, I mean, we would have never got, thought that. Is it? I mean, them and the Niners have to be the prohibitive favorites. Uh, definitely. But I think it's I think it's Lamar's year. I think it's the Ravens' year. But I actually like uh, Njoku to catch a touchdown pass. I think it's at plus one seventy. Ooh, that's a little juicy. Um, you are off. You're off the Xbox. You're off Twitter. Correct. Yes. Where can people find your work? You know what? Valdez Radio on Instagram. There you go. Valdez Radio on Instagram. Don't go anywhere. PFT Commenter joins us at 11. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence whether I'm on or off the field. If your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for Rude. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems, and Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18-seer inverter heat pumps powering my home. And it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. Because if it ain't Rude, it ain't right. Why, man? I know that song. You know the remarkable thing about <laughs> cheating in college is if you put the same effort towards your cheating scheme, you you'd be successful. Studying, you would just have learned the so stuff. So you did both of them. You figured it out. The same thing, right? <laughs> if I knew then what I know now, it'd be a different world. Yeah, that's how all of us are. Um, so we gotta be careful when we <laughs> critique young people. I agree because we agree. were them one day. Um. I was Jeff one day. No, I wasn't. Valdez. So we just have Matt Valdez on. If you missed any of that interview, get on the Odyssey app, hit rewind, find his work in the Dundalk Times Tribune. Dundalk. Um, that was pretty interesting. If you consider the NFL is such a kind of copycat mold, and certainly, especially when you see Pete Carroll and Belichick retire. Yeah. Um, or get fired probably more accurately, and for a while it was hire the hot young offensive coordinator. Then you see D'Amico Ryans last year, and and maybe it's hot young defensive coordinator. The Patriots just did it with Gerard Mayo. Find a leader. Um, sure, but like of the hot young candidates, right? I think Ben Johnson's at the top of the list. Um, Slowick's probably the number two on the offensive side. Mike McDonald with the Ravens is probably the top on the defensive side. And the heads-up matchups, I I just pulled up the box score because he referenced it and made me think about it. The Ravens beat the Lions 38-6. to Yeah, yeah, something like that. Both teams, this was week seven. I remember that game was pretty hyped up. And they beat the hell out of them. They beat the hell out of them. Detroit in that game, Goff was sacked five times. They were 5 of 16 on third down. Um, no thirty-three. It wasn't like it wasn't like that loss was totally turnover driven. Both teams had one turnover. It they I don't know, man. That stands out. That offensively, I mean, they were held far below everything. Yeah, and that is a heads-up matchup. But we, you and I sat there and we watched the Ravens 
we even talked to some people that said that the D, their their weakness was going to be their D line, right? Yeah. Was he weak this year? No. <laughs> so I just think that when we look at it, so I'll look at it a little different. Okay, Russell Wilson leaves Seattle, but Pete Carroll still got a lot of his team last year and this year. Tom Brady leaves New England, and it completely fell off. That motivator does a little bit sometimes. Hell yeah. And 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 like what he's talking about, Weaver, I agree with him on that. Like you get a lot of coaches that are the brainiac. They can draw up everything, but they can't motivate nobody. And you got to be careful with that situation. That's why when we discuss it, we always say the eye and knowing and analytics go together, not one or the other. I got something that will motivate you. What's that? Free Wizards tickets. Caller number 10. I'll take them. Right now, 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to the Washington Wizards game Saturday, January 20th, against the San Antonio Spurs. It's basketball day, and the DMV and the Wizards will be celebrating the importance of youth basketball throughout the night. For tickets to the complete Wizards schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events. PFT Commenter joins us next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.